0: You are listening to the Arcade Brothers only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, The Fern. Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney from the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Now, one of our great sponsors on our show is Amazon.com. Go to thesasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. So again, check out thesasquatch.net and click on our Amazon.com banner. Thank you for your support. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Arcade Brothers. I am your host, Player One, Stevo, with my co-host, Player Two. Kyle! And yes, that was from the uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, Turtles in Time video game. That was the boss battle. Uh, Kyle and I actually just uh, started playing. We played that, actually, before we started recording the show. Uh, basically, I finally got a bunch of the uh, ROMs to work on the Oh Yeah, which is actually kind of sweet. So hopefully once Kyle and I get that little box where we can start recording gameplay, this will actually be a really good tool for us, because uh, it runs through an HDMI cable, and we don't have to worry about getting the connectors, because I know we would want to play some Atari games, and like, granted, yeah, if we could find an Atari system, that'd be awesome, but... We also just realized we do not have a TV for the Atari.
1: Well, I guess still have an old 20 inch I could probably yeah, and the, but in. I would
0: have to figure out how we have to record it. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. And all that kind of We'd stuff. But... Have,
1: like the old 80s camcorder. <laughs> like we'll have everything back from like, the 80s. Yeah. Like, you know. 80s, oh, you We'll wear we'll might... all 80s. Yeah, like am going to call you on my mobile phone. And awesome like that big dude. One.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But of course, we're brought to you by America Joy Print Shop, the official sponsor of the 4i Radio Network. Business cards, flyers, posters, car apps, and more. Visit americajoy.com for more information. Information, I'm telling the fern set you. Also, we're sponsored by Raven Designs, illustrating designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit ravencruise.com. Also, you can find us on arcadebrothers.com. That's arcade-bros.com. Oh, yeah. Part of the 4 Eyed Radio Network. And uh, before we get into all of our segments, what we're doing, Kyle, we have some shout-outs. We do, quite a bit, actually. 8-bit shout-outs. That's what I'm calling them now. Eight bit shoutouts. You
1: eight bits all over your face. Uh yeah, so we have porkchopexpress Express three at these are Twitter ones at Alvaro Riverader, which is R A I D R. He didn't have the E because he probably ran out of characters.
0: I'm wondering if actually that's uh, my buddy Jeremy because that's my the dude. same. Uh, that, I think that's the same one as his tag on uh, Xbox. Oh my God, so that might if be that the is, same if event. that is you, Jeremy. Thank you for following us. And yes, we are still looking into that rapper for you oh, for yeah. uh, Dead Island. We have nice.
1: not... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that guy
0: who's the, you know... Yeah. Voodoo like you do, bitch. Yeah, voodoo like you do, bitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm. yeah. Mm. Rapper's for rapper. We gotta punch and kick and uh, it's all in the mind. If you wanna test me, that's not my song, but I don't care. Uh,
1: yeah, then we had at the Chris, uh, that Chris Gore. Uh, for whatever reason, they followed us again at Long Boxcast. Fuck those podcast. guys. Yeah, screw them. I guy. really hate them. At Consola Especial. Ooh. We had at Trekkie B47 friend of the show at Eddie Halford BDH and at Luke Schnabel. Uh, thank you guys all for following us. Like schnapple, Yeah. It's almost like Schnapple, but with a schnabble with a B. Oh, Close, yeah. but no cigar. Close,
0: but no cigar. It's a song but, yeah, Weird <laughs> out. Um, what you got, Steve? but this is what we've been playing this week. Uh, i I've been playing uh shoot many robots It was a free downloadable i don't know if you can still get it for free but on xbox Live for during their uh, months they're still doing these free games you can get so this is a uh a side scrolling shoot 'em up uh it's up to four players uh online drop out drop in uh modes which is really cool uh very cool it's uh you upgrade your character you buy buy more weapons basically you just shoot a bunch of robots um it's, pretty much it, <laughs> it's it's funny though because it, it's it's a really good game. But I'm also kind of glad when it came out, I didn't buy it. Like, I do like it being free, but I don't know if I would actually spend the money to buy this game. I'm not, But it's not, like, a bad game. And I it's remember, a-
1: too, because when they first advertised it for Gearbox Software, it was, like, human Robots and showed the little robot with the chainsaw mm-hmm. doing stuff, just piles of them. I'm like, oh, wow, this is going to be really cool. Like, it reminded me, though, more of, like, a Borderlands style. Yeah. And then, like, once I pl- downloaded the game and played it, it was same as you. I was kind of more like, oh, like, it's side-scrolling. It's, like, it was a lot different than what yeah. I originally remember it being. I
0: like it though, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, Free to play, love it. I love it, but I just don't know if I would have if I played if the trial I if I, yeah. I would have bought it. Like it's, just, and I'm not saying like it's a terrible game. Like don't buy it, but it's. just – I think like, I it, would
1: depend. Like if, depending on if it was like 800 points, like 10 bucks or something mm. at the time. Probably not because I think now it's free to play, and then eventually I think it was like four ninety nine, four ninety nine, or something like that. And like, and for me, like, had they played the demo, maybe I'd mind to pick it up for five. Mm. But I don't know if I would have paid like the full like ten or twelve dollars yeah. for it originally. But yeah, it's definitely a fun game to play.
0: Yeah, it's fun. So um, if you ever want to play with us, if you've ever gotten it, check it out. Um, of course, uh, I finally got a bunch of the ROM emulators working oh. on my. Oh yeah, so I have been playing a lot of old school. Games. I like the chicken flavored. Um, I've been playing a lot of Sega Genesis, yeah. uh, Nintendo Super Nintendo Nintendo. nintendo um even the n64 i'm still trying to get the neo geo one working um, and also the playstation one games working um, but the neo geo i really want to play because uh there's a game i've been wanting to play uh for like ever and the better version of it of course is on the neo geo it was released um on the super nintendo and i believe the sega genesis but it's called king of the monsters 2 and it's basically like a side scroll and beat 'em up slash kind of fighting game. It's really unique and of like that. But the best version of it is on the Neo Geo because a lot of people don't know this, but with the Neo Geo uh arcades when they came out, it literally was a Neo Geo system inside the arcade, and that's why it was so easy to just have all these games in it. You could switch out the cartridges and stuff like that. So then when it did become a home console, everyone was very curious, was like why are the cartridges so big? Why you know and everything like that because literally those were the exact pretty much systems that were in those um cabinets as uh, i think the arcade cabinets were called so but yeah but been playing a lot of old school games been playing it's funny because uh this is a great uh we're, we just played uh, turtles in time we're going to be doing these uh, new segments on the show calling uh retrospect where kyle and i will sit down before a show play an old school game and be like does it still live up to it when we remember playing it Um, Is it still fun gameplay wise and all these kind of questions or is it still as bad as we remember, you know, some of the games I did uh, download, which I am kind of looking forward to playing and laughing my ass off going like, yeah, this is I I remember like renting this game and going like, well, I just wasted a weekend, you know, (laughs) basically because the game was horrible. Yeah, Um but it was but a lot yeah. of fun. Like
1: I liked it, it like how it handled the OEA translator very well. There are some quirks, obviously, with ROMs where you can like
0: fast forward and do yeah. Yeah, uh, like The that. cool part is you can switch up the controllers, so you can use a PlayStation 3 controller if you want to. You can even switch up the controls and actually use the joystick Ooh. if you wanted to during those like uh side scrolling. But one of the games we played was the Turtles in Time for the SNES mod. Uh Remembering it was so much fun. I remember constantly renting this game and playing it. But there was also another game that came out at the same time. Now, this is kind of weird to say. A lot of people who probably grew up with the newer systems don't know this. But back in the day with Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo, they released two games at the same time, but they would be completely different games, such as Turtles in Time was officially for the Super Nintendo, but Sega released another game, same, same company, everything that, but it was actually called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Hyperstone Chase, and it was a Sega Genesis exclusive. It was basically the same kind of game, side-scrolling beat-em-up, but you could literally tell with the uh, Sega always had, uh, which was actually kind of cool and actually kind of known for, it. the Sega Genesis had its own sound. Like, it had its own sound effects, it had its own, like, unique music and uh, tones that they used and stuff like that uh, for a lot of the games. And that was actually, like, even, like, the Aladdin video game that came out. The Sega Genesis one, I believe, was a lot better than the Super Nintendo one, but when you played them, they were completely two different games. Hmm, very true. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's what I've been playing this week, just fooling around with mods, uh, getting, like, a feel for it and stuff like that. Learning, uh, really diving into the OES system and learning, like, what it can do, which is actually kind of unique, so... And then, Kyle, you've been playing uh, – you have a couple of things you've been playing.
1: Yeah, so definitely I I checked out the uh, Shoot many Robots. Finally, I was giving up on Skyrim because I realized, like, every podcast is Skyrim, 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 Skyrim. And I said, well, as a gamer, I need to try other things. I need to branch out. That's the beauty of the world we live in is there's plenty yeah, out there to play. I played some
0: uh, – uh, mobile games. i got oh, okay. to find them. I'll probably put those up. I forgot. Yeah, I've got addicted to I did uh, the Mahjong on oh, yeah, the Xbox yeah, yeah. The phone. I got that Tetris thing. Blast you were talking about. That's really addictive. It's addicting.
1: really good. I started playing that. I got my Plants vs. Zombies. What I love, here's the other thing I love. Uh, I had Plants vs. Zombies, Angry Birds, uh, Doodle Gods, and another game that I had purchased on my old Windows phone. And I was like, oh, man, like, and then I downloaded the demos on the new phone. So I was playing them again. And I was like, you know, I really wonder if, you know, screw it, I'll just buy it again. Like Plants vs. Zombies is a game I loved. I played it. I beat it. I was unlocking all the other stuff with it. I'm like, this is a great game. I'll just buy it again. So when I go to buy a game, it came up saying, like, you've already purchased this game. Would you like to re-download? I'm like, of course. So I was able to re-download all my old games that I had already purchased previously, retain all my achievements, retain everything oh, without cool. having to start over, which I thought, like, that right there alone is what's beautiful about mobile. And I think it was cool because I saw a lot of reviews today where I guess, like, Fallout, and we'll probably get into it on the show, where a lot of the games were coming off the market. Like, a lot of Marvel games were being taken off the servers. A lot of, like, uh, uh, Fallout games were being taken off the servers. And a lot of people were getting like, whoa, 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 this is really weird. Um but for me like that's one thing that's beautiful about digital is that at any point I wanna upgrade my computer, I wanna upgrade my phone, I can still download my old versions so without have to worry about rebuying, rebuying, yes. rebuying, which is kinda like one of the catch-22s with some of the new systems is you got to rebuy everything you just Yeah, Yeah,
0: like, that's what I really like about Steam. It's like as soon as you buy it, you own it, and then if you have another computer, you just basically upload yeah. your – download Steam again and do all that kind of stuff. Uh, I do want to find out – I think I'm going to do it sometime next week, but I want to do some more research on the Steam system because I want to figure out like what is it – what are their actual marketing to? Because it, to me, a lot of people so – every time I mention the Steam box, everyone's like, well, I just have Steam on my computer. If I really want to play on a big screen, I can get an adapter for the computer to log into it. I can just get a, you know, wireless controller for my PC. So it's like, what is literally the benefit of having a Steam box system? Um but, uh, yeah, so uh, I know you were playing a couple of other ones. Uh, so, yeah, we
1: gave out, that just came out this week, was The Sleeping Dogs. Yes. for the, uh, It was by Square Enix. You know, I remember it came out about a couple years ago, or at least a year or two ago. Yeah, Got it, a the, lot I, of hype. I, I remember that much. I remember it was, like, a really talked-about game, mm-hmm. people talking about how much fun it was. And I got to say, when I played it, I noticed a lot of similarities with a lot of new games, like uh, Arkham Asylum mm. had a similar combat system with the whole, like, counter and things okay. like that. Uh, mobile phone anything you can do reminded me a lot of like the Grand Theft Auto series where literally I had a mobile phone I'm like this is like Grand Theft Auto because it had apps it had browsers it had things like that upgrading your clothes different shops you could do Uh, I liked it because it gave you choices like Fable where like I could go up to a shopkeeper and be like hey man you really need to invest in us we'll protect you or I could be like give me your money like I could just either be really threatening or I could be more like Plaus about it. Uh, you also had two tiers. You're an undercover cop, basically, working in the underground trying to just like weed out this gang. So, what's cool about it is like you get experience points based on how you do things. So, like my gang membership, mm-hmm. I got a ton of XP, and my cop membership, I got a little bit because I was like helping people. Like this woman like got robbed and I chased after the guy and knocked him down. Oh, okay. So, my cop XP went up, but whereas like when I was just doing stuff for the gang, my gang XP went up. Oh, so, that's it's kind of really like cool. this neat like, system where you get to level up things, you get new moves. I remember I went to a shop vendor. I drank something, so then I had more. Like I was faster moving, so when people were coming at me, I was able to. Oh, that's and stuff. very cool. So they got a lot of different things, different outfits you can get, all this cool stuff. Really like the story. The pacing of the game is really good. It's definitely an adult game because there's a lot, like ridiculous amount of like f bombs. Like I'm just sitting there playing it. Like I literally, uh, we were talking about it. Like. I want to do a drinking game with it because, like, within, like, five minutes, you'll be plastered with every time they use the F word. Oh, yeah. Like, how much words they use in the game. It's just like that. What's cool is I put the Cantonese on, so there's times when he'll be talking to you and he'll be like, Domo, you know, like, he'll say Uh that instead of saying, like, the English. So a lot of times they get away with doing stuff by saying, like, the Chinese or the, the Cantonese of it. Really fun game, I really like it uh, i'm not sure if there's multiplayer or not because if there is, like that'll be a fun game just to run around and beat people up in yeah, their I was friends. curious
0: if there was like, even like a co op thing or something like something. that, but so
1: i d- gave that a shot, and I remember a while back this game came out. Downloaded. Uh, the basically what i do is if it comes out free to play for an xbox live membership i download it don't care what it is i downloaded that magic game all these other games and i plan on playing through them writing reviews and then deleting them if i don't like them or uh if i do i'll probably keep them and one of the games that surprises me and has been out i guess for a while uh is the game called ascend and then it's the subtitle is hand of call well what i just realized about about it is it is an mmo but which is for the Xbox 360. Uh, basically, you play the game and there's alternative worlds where basically like you'll see ghost characters of other players okay. where sometimes if you enter arenas together, you can challenge one another. And if you beat them, sometimes you unlock stuff from them if they beat you. And it's kind of like a rating system. Like you can go on with your friends but not really like in the same world. Mm-hmm. But there's different skills you can do for other players. Like if you're on the light side three gods there's like the magic side the dark side and the light side and if you're on the light cuz i see that a lot they can come through and like heal you on the other side like they huh. can see your ghost character do a spell and they can heal you and get boost for it because as they heal more people they get And, of course, I chose Hatred, so I banish enemies to their side. Mm -hmm. And if they get injured or hurt, I get points. But if they kill the enemies, I don't get anything. But what they get is they get XP then Ah. because they were able to kill the enemies. You know, they're, aha, I'm stronger. I was able to kill all these enemies. So you have that playing uh, with you. I ended up getting challenged by one guy yesterday, and I defeated him pretty easily. Mm -hmm. It was pretty funny because he just kept blocking, and I just kept, like, running behind him and, like, hitting him. Um, you customize a character. As far as I know, the gameplay is basically your uh, god of some sort. You're kind of like a chaos god. It reminds me very much of like the good and evil. Okay. Balance of good and evil. Because you choose what path you want to do. You summon. You kind of are like a god to these little like peons. Um, it's an open world. There's different monsters that spawn, different boss okay. battles. Really fun so far. Like I really got like just playing a couple hours of it. I was like, this is really intuitive. Says it's still free to play. They're up to a million players right now. They just announced the other day that they got up to a million. Right, I'll check um, that out. Definitely a lot of fun. And basically, there is like it is free to play. There is a thing where you can go on and buy souls, which is <laughs> okay, the currency. Yeah. There are uh, certain items like there's really cool costumes that you unlock that give you perks and stuff. Uh I made my character basically all free stuff and he did fairly well like for the first couple runs. Trolls really easy, really intuitive. So uh most part it's fun. The only ba- the only complaint I have so far and I'm that's what I've been reviewing today is like you hear everybody. So if I yeah. have a headphone on and I'm chatting, you'll hear me regardless. And I only wish I could turn it off because last night I was enjoying it so much hearing the music and the narrative. And, like, I really was getting into it. But then I heard, like, the 10-year-olds, like, screaming at their friends, like, what is he doing? Like, they were just screaming yeah. for no reason. Like, there, it wasn't like I, I was communicating with them. They were just on there talking. So I really wish there was a way I could either mute it or turn it the off. Thing so. I,
0: uh, the thing I hate is a lot of people don't realize this, uh, and we do it all the time. Sometimes when we're we'll playing online and we go into party mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and party mode works out great in Xbox Live just because if it's going through loading screens and everything like that, it's a different connection than what the game is on. So you can communicate. So the cool part is if Kyle and I jumped onto a game, you won't hear anybody else in your game but the people, b- it, but the people in your party. So... um but I like it a lot, so
1: definitely, uh, highly recommend Hand of Cold. It's a fun game. I'd like to find out if there's more multiplayer with it. I think basically it's a single campaign, but there are you're in a world where there's multiplayers. Okay. And you just someone interact because I remember there was some of it, some quests I was on, where like for me as a as a hate person, I had to go and like sacrifice a guy and build an altar. Uh-huh. So when I do that, then the whole landscape changes. and like turns into almost like chaos with flame and mm. fire. But then I noticed like there was a lot of ghost apparitions, which were the players of the online world uh-huh. who were also in that same spot, but they looked a little different. Oh. So I wonder if that's like, if you're holy, you do the exact same quest and it becomes holy but because you're in like the almost like a parallel world universe which yeah. is why it makes sense like then I can banish things to his their realm okay, or they can do cool. things to me in my realm. Like it was really cool cuz the guy I fought that night kept casting these like missiles at me where these like little missiles would follow me and I had to keep kind of dodging them. Mm-hmm. And then with me I had fire so he was blocking so I would try to like get behind him and then cast fire on him yeah. so then he would have like Damage, so it's really fun. That's like, cool. And then some of the moves are really cool, like very basic, like X X Y X Y, oh, okay, you know, things like that. You get spells, definitely worth. It. I mean, mm. if it's free to play, like definitely are check you it kidding? out. Yeah, it's really cool. Like I liked it a lot. Just Under I didn't think I was everything. gonna like it a lot too, because when it opens up, mm-hmm. it's really kind of amateurish art. Like it's cool art, but it's still kind of like you're so like it's kinda, huh. Yeah, it looks kind of amateurish. you are so like, what I... I shaved my balls for this. I'm like, what? I put on a hat for this? But yeah, so then it's it's really worth it, though. So definitely I recommend that. Uh, very cool, kind of
0: cool. Very cool. Well, I'll definitely have to check that out. I don't know. Yes. Uh, my sleeping dog <laughs> is uh, downloaded, so I'll double check that out. But before we get into our gaming news, this is a new, uh, <clears> new <throat> thing we've been doing uh, lately on the show. Uh, we do a uh, character spotlight. Uh, This character uh, only had (laughs) about three games. Yeah. Um, Didn't really do too successful. Um, Yeah,
1: he was supposed to be, like, the flagship character for quite a bit of companies. Yeah, I forget what company it was.
0: Uh, I mean, we'll get into it, but uh, without further ado, this is our new segment, uh, the Character Spotlight. Who I'm talking about is, of course, Bubsy the Bobcat. Now, a lot of people might not know Bubsy the Bobcat, um, so let's pull them up on wikipedia and we'll get a few things Ooh. now uh the creator was michael berlin and a developer and publisher by uh Akaled, i believe it's pronounced right right uh was a company now there was three games the first one was bubsy uh in claw and encounter of the furry kind uh bubsy 2 bubsy in frantic furry tales and of course bubsy 3d So of course we got um, the first game was Bubsy uh, came out in May of 1992. Uh, it was for the uh, originally for the Super NES. Then it was later ported over to the Genesis. Um, Bubsy 2 came out for all systems. Uh, it was on October 28th uh, 1994 and it was released for both consoles. <clears throat> and then we finally had Bubsy 3D. Which I believe came out for like the um, it was supposed to it, it was supposed to be for the PlayStation. It was the only I think Bubsy game that came out on the PlayStation, and I think it was a plan to release on the Sega Saturn. The only problem with it though is like Mario sixty four was out like it was out way before uh, it came out, and it just was a horrible three D platform game. Like it literally felt like you were playing the uh, the your the version you were playing was the version of uh. Like, the game was not complete.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Like, there's a there's a cartoon I'll post, or a uh, thing I'll post, because basically there's a guy called JonTron on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't checked him out, I'll post the video, because he does a review of Bubsy. He gets into all the details about the animation, how it was a flagship character. He ends up playing, I think, on the Super NES, because it was out for, like, Sega and for Super NES, is when it came out. But his review is hilarious, because he talks about how, like, He's like, why can't I do this? Like, what is this? Like, it talks about like all these bad, poor game mechanics, and he talks about the PlayStation 3D version. Yeah, where he says like literally, it sounds like they ran out of money, and that's why like some points you get to it, and you're like, what am I supposed yeah, to? Yeah, what are you and supposed it's, to like, do? You just stand there. Um,
0: but the really kind of weird is uh, Bubsy was awarded the most hyped uh for a character in of 1993 by a light le- uh, uh EGM monthly uh EGM game. Yeah, the... Uh, the the book that's no longer around. But another thing I did not know about this. Uh, now, Bubsy actually had three different voice actors. Ooh. Two of the voice actors no one's really heard of. This is probably one of their one-time gig things. But the in the second game, the character was played by uh, Rob Paulson. Now, if you don't know who that is, uh, you might recognize his voice in such cartoon shows such as uh, Animaniacs. He was Pinky. He was Yakko. He was also uh, Raphael in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He also is now Donatello in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And apparently there was a – Bubsy also had a pilot episode for an animated series back in 1993. And Rob Paulson uh, uh, re-praised his role for voicing Bubsy. Obviously, I think there was maybe – it was probably just one episode air, kind of like – the Battletoads cartoon show, uh, low ratings. If I can find anything about that cartoon show, we'll definitely check it out. But yeah, Bubsy, it's weird, because Bubsy, I feel, um, I, I was I was actually replaying these games on the, the ROM, and I forgot how horrible it, they were. Uh, like, literally, it's a one-hit kill. Uh, your hit detection isn't that great. Like, Bubsy will run really, really fast and for no reason, like and then you'll hit something, <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, okay. Um, but I feel like if anybody wanted to, I think right now, Bubsy could probably make a really good comeback if you gave him, you know, you know, three hits and you're dead, uh maybe boof up the graphics. I mean heck, even remake the first game and just try to make it your own. Uh, you know, maybe with HD graphics, make it a little bit more cartoony looking and yeah, yeah, stuff I mean, like he that. Still
1: seems like a good character. Like, there's not a lot there that's bad about it. So
0: yeah, it's just you know he just wasn't well received. So a lot of people, if you don't know who Bubsy is, uh, definitely check him out. Um, he only had three games. I will try to look for Bubsy 3D so we can talk about it. But yeah, it, literally that game felt like it just wasn't uh completed. But yeah, so definitely check it out. I I think it's really cool though for um. I really did like the fact that it was Rob Paulson, because Rob Paulson has done so much voice acting. He even has his own podcast called, uh, I think, Talking Tunes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where he talks about a lot of stuff. So I, I did not know that about him, that he did uh, – Uh, anything. So, gaming news on the other hand, Kyle. What is uh, death of MMOs this year? Yeah,
1: there's been a lot of talk with MMOs, where a lot of these MMOs have been coming out over the course of a couple of years, and they've been. Honestly, it's hard to compete with a lot of the big ones like Elders. You know, uh, Elf. What was it called? Everquest. I can't even say it. That's how good it is. Elf. uh, Everquest. You had like your uh, Star Wars Online, your MMOs, like your Old Republics. Uh, you have, of course, World of Warcraft, things like that. And, of course, this year there's been the, – the, the, it seems like every year like there's more and more MMOs because it's a very good way to make income. You can basically hire, put a whole bunch of people on a server, give them a couple things to do, and they love it. Like there's a lot of games out there that are doing that. Even this, this Hand of Coal I think is an MMO. And what's crazy is so like there was like Toontown Online mm-hmm. – I don't know if you remember that a couple of years ago. That was where you like basically live in a cartoon, uh, cartoon town. And you could be like a cartoon character. That finally died. It was released in 2003, and it took them 10 years, but they finally are done. Uh, there was things called like Grimlands, uh, Dungeon Fighter Online, which just came out about uh, three years ago. That one down. Uh, they had the Universal Monsters Online, Magic the Gathering Tactics. Uh, They had Pirates of the Caribbean online, they came out in 07, that's already down. Command and Conquer, the free-to-play online, that one uh, was already dead before it even got launched. Uh, And then a couple other ones was like, of course, the Warhammer series, the 40,000, you know, K and all that. Uh, a lot of those kind of went under, so there was a big post on Kotaku talking about it, and it just, like, it really was sad because a lot of these companies were just upstarts or, like, that tuned one. I couldn't believe that one's already went, went away because I remember that one was advertised and talked about quite a bit, so it seemed like, oh, man, like, that one should still have been uh, been around. But it's been hard over the course of the years to have MMOs to live as long as they have, so... It's kind of it's kind of been the way of the world is like if you have an MMO, like even with Warcraft, they've even had times where they've had it gone free to play just to get people back into it, or they've had to. You always have to keep up on it, especially because of like, you know, you can alienate a lot of people real quickly if you start doing. things Yeah, wrong. I mean,
0: I think I I wouldn't be surprised if the Final Fantasy uh, 11 uh, starts going down with the release of the the new uh, I think it was it Final Fantasy 13. Oh yeah. Um, or uh, 14, I think it was. but you yeah. need sauce or anything? We just got Papa John's, people. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, there's yeah, uh, yeah. two things of sauce in there. I'll, you can get that. But mm-hmm. This is the second time we have done a podcast. Uh, well, at least I've done a podcast while eating pizza. Oh, yeah. It helps, especially since we've done Make sure you shake it B3 today that we've done
1: by the end of the day. So Ignore our yum, 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 yum.
0: Yeah, I do they're apologize. Delicious. So uh, China uh, banning Call of Duty, Battlefield 4, and Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah, actually, they have a big
1: censorship thing, I guess, still in Japan. So even though they've allowed more consoles in recently, they are still uh, banning a lot of the like high-end titles, especially the ones that are very violent, um, just because they don't want that kind of, you know, out in the uh, stratosphere of
0: Okay, and even uh, Assassin's and... Creed 3.
1: Surprisingly, yeah. Wasn't allowed. Well, then they did that, too. There was a lot of games that even came out when they're dealing with um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Like, history. Like, even Call of Duty. Like, they might still have allowed Call of Duty, but they would have tweaked certain things about, like, the history or the betrayal of characters. China won! Well, not, not even so much that, but just so much, like, even, like, the betrayal of, like, the Dynasty Warriors series is a prime example where Dynasty Warriors takes place in feudal Japan- China when the Japan and Taiwanese and all these other countries came there to try and claim it. So, of course, like, do they want to be remembered as just, like, peasant farmers being, like, the subjugated to violent attacks from other countries like no so they had to tweak it a bit Mm. where basically it became like an unknown like land it didn't become like china it was like just kind of like a a magical you know that and the game did very well over there so i mean it's you know when you got a lot of people over there you want to try and please them as best you can but they definitely are still very censored in the um uh world of china with those kind of games so, I mean, like, it makes sense. I mean, it was bound to happen. But at least, like, it's no different than hearing about it in Australia. Australia has a strict ban on well, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, just and...
0: Grand Theft Auto, though, which is weird. But, yeah, I can see that. But that's what I kind of like about, though, with this story, if you think about it. Because it's not just like they're they're singling out one game. Yeah, they kind of do it They're overall... telling you, well, it's really a lot of violent games. So, so, basically, what I could do is then start a marketing where I could just get a bunch of mature games and black market sell them to China kids
1: if you want to. Yeah, and there's already sort sort of a uh, market in that. A lot of people doing that kind of stuff like buying systems, hacking them, putting a lot of those type of titles mm. in there and sending the systems over because um, obviously in customs they're not going to open up a system, plug it in, and check it. They're usually just going to be like, oh, a system. And so there's, there's people getting away way around it, but a lot of those games are still, you know, you can't just go to a store and buy it. So Yeah.
0: Now, uh, what is this one? Who says staying up late uh, never did no good? Yeah, Kotako had this story. It was great. Just
1: some kids staying up late on Christmas, like playing some games, and I guess there was a fire that had started, and because he was up late, he was able to let the parent, the family know, and everyone got out safely, and not a lot of damage was done to the home. He goes, but normally, like, you know, you, you go to bed early. They said, that, like, because of where his room was, he would have never heard the smoke alarm or where everyone else's room was. You never would have heard it, mm. and even it was going off, and, like, until he, like, came down and, like, knocked on their doors and stuff, they weren't able to uh, hear it. So, I mean, yeah, it's like whoever says, like, staying up late playing video games never did any good because clearly it seems more and more people are doing so, and in this situation definitely saved some lives, so. Kudos
0: cool. to kudos to those people.
1: I heard about this, and this seems to happen quite a bit. Where it uh, looks like another man found porn on his kids. Which uh, I'm actually kind of
0: curious BS. about. Yeah, this is like the second story, but I'm like, didn't we just do this story like earlier this year? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure it out. So I don't know if it was just a story that was posted again, but it seemed to be legit, like it was recently. But again, yeah,
1: I think it happened again recently for the holiday. Like the yeah, again
0: during the holidays. There. Now we talked about a story where basically a guy bought a. A sister, uh basically a 3ds, at a GameStop, and the employees didn't do their <laughs> uh, job, which I think is very weird that I hear this do because jill-jills.
1: they didn't do their due diligence.
0: Well, jill-jills. which is weird because when I trade in all my stuff, they I, they go through everything, they check oh, yeah. it, they open well, it, they make so. sure now it's working. They're
1: supposed to because of this They've stuff.
0: always done it for me, so I don't know. But apparently, a guy bought his son, you know, a 3ds for Christmas, and then kid turns on, goes to this picture area. And there's all these nudie pics on there, I guess, like a couple or whatnot. We're taking pictures and things like that. So, again, another man finds it. So, most likely, uh, GameStop or wherever you bought it from will probably... You know, be able to be like
1: they'll honor it and get you a new one or something like they. Did, I think that's what they did. They went above and beyond for that other kid where he got like a brand new one instead. Yeah, they gave
0: him a brand new one. They gave him a couple of games and stuff like that. I think they gave him store credit. So, but it's just weird that this is like the second time in like the the year. And I mean, I
1: get it. People trading stuff in all the times. When especially around the holidays, you get really busy. It's hard to check everything. But I think a lot of times, like what would be easier is just to format it and make sure that way there's no uh, issue.
0: Yeah. Well, then again, the same thing happened to me uh, with the. Uh, and I got my Wii. Oh, when well, I yeah, first so got this my one Wii. was
1: actually a Walmart. I guess it was a pre-owned. Um, oh, okay. System.
0: So obviously, like,
1: who who knows what the Walmart standard is to go through that? Yeah, that's true. Um. So and and obviously, yeah, it looks you know it's it's definitely one that is it was very clear to see. Like, it wasn't hard to find at all. But looks like they're going to honor it. They went ahead and gave them uh, a better system, a new system. So I mean, it worked out.
0: Like, the K eventually got it. But I mean, it's all
1: one of those things too. Where well, it's I like, look at
0: it this way, kid, you're going to see Booby sometime in your life. Oh, but, eventually. at least um, for free. But the cool, the thing is, is like the only time I've ever had that was when I bought a Wii from uh, Bookman's, uh-huh. and uh, the guy, the person who traded in, didn't delete any of his stuff off. Oh, so he had all his info. So I had all of his info. So if I wanted to be a dick, I could have just bought a bunch of games with his info and just would have been fine with it. But I'm okay. not a dick. And so. That's the scary
1: part too, because like you don't realize that like people would do that. They'll buy your credit card information, return the system so they can't be caught. Because like, oh, I bought it and I didn't like it, they can get their money back. But now they have all your personal info. They can buy something else.
0: So, again, uh, people, if you're buying a Nintendo 3DS or if you're trading ones in, get your porno pics off there. Or Um, instruct the buyer how to format it. Like, just, here, you do it yourself. Yeah, because I've done that. Because I I got all my information off and stuff like that. Now, this is actually kind of cool. Capcom plans on a 2014 fighting game uh, with Ace Attorney and a classic uh, IP in the the mix, finally. So, it looks like... um, I don't know what it's going to be called, but it looks like they're going to have some characters from Ghost Trick and uh, Professor Layton. Yeah, a whole bunch of the versus... ones. Anything
1: that they've built themselves or, like, funded,
0: Yeah, there's a good possibility
1: you might even see some Mega Man. You might even see some uh, Zelda, depending on how they work out the rights with it. Because, obviously, their version or, like, their capabilities of it, you might see that. I, I'm going to hold out no, just because other people own those and they were more licensed to do it. Mm-hmm. But anything that they generated themselves, which is quite a bit, like, they have a huge array of, like... Characters,
0: so oh, yeah, really cool to see. Yeah. So yeah, that should be interesting. Um, f- funny part is I've never played one of the Phoenix Wright games. Anyway. Me
1: neither, but I love that character design. I love like I get all the jokes and stuff when people always talk about that character. Um. So yeah, I'm I, like I'm very excited to see how that'll work out and stuff.
0: Now, this really... I don't really consider this like a huge, huge story. It's more of just like, oh, okay. But Funky Funky Kong returns in Donkey Kong Country Tropic Freeze. I don't know if he's a playable character or he's just like a side character. I don't
1: know either, but yeah, it's always good to see when they bring back some of those characters. Because, I mean, some of them, like, the Donkey Kong series that they redid with Rare really did bring some really cool characters like Cranky Kong, all these other Kongs. Yeah. Like, it added to the ordeal of the character and kind of fleshed it out and really made it fun. Um, And obviously, like... Like you said, like being older, like there's these games now that you like. Oh, I remember those characters. I remember those games. I freaking remember the anime, like the 3D animation cartoon. Yeah, so um, I mean, it's cool that I think they're bringing back some of these. Characters. So
0: this, uh, the game, of course, gets released on February. It looks like it was pushed back again, but it looks like February twenty okay. first, uh, two thousand fourteen. So, but yeah, another big thing. But I mean, uh, yeah, Funky Kong was pretty much in. I think Donkey Kong uh, Country one, two, and possibly three. Uh, I can't remember, because three I kind of blocked out, because it yeah. wasn't my favorite. Uh, this was kind of cool. I did not know about this, but apparently they were creating a co-op character for Mighty Number no. 9, and everyone got to cast their vote. So it looks like we are getting a female character, Sidekick. Uh, oh, nice. I think the design is actually pretty cool looking and stuff like that. So it looks like this can be a co-op game, nice. which now I'm even even more psyched yeah, for that'll it. that'll be so.
1: pretty fun. Yeah, because I remember there was like Mega Man something or other. I don't know if it was Zero, one of the ones that they did for the Advance that I think eventually, yeah, you could do a co-op, but you had to both unlock a certain point, and then you could do it. And I was—I heard it was supposed to be a lot of fun. Uh, again, don't quote me because I, I could be wrong, and I could have been drunk at the time and just saw a double. But at the same token, like it's always cool when you can do those kind of adventures in co-op, like Metal Slug. I love Metal Slug with co-op player. It's a good one.
0: Yeah, those are actually the games I've been trying to get on for uh, the, you um, know, geo working. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, actually, this is probably one of the most anticipating games. I'm looking forward to right now wow. this year is mighty number no. 9 just because just the look of it the feel of it just how creative it is and Back to old school, like, side school and the art I'll give a really shout-out real quick because there
1: was a podcast I just uh, was telling Steve about called Crit Juice. Mm-hmm. If you guys are fans of Dungeons and & Dragons and fun, fans of comedy or just hearing a bunch of guys get drunk, this co- podcast was really fun. They actually were talking about it on one of their later ones. I think it's episode 28 or 9 where the guy's like, hey, did you guys hear about this guy? He's got, like, the original produ- uh, musician mm-hmm. and all these other things. They were really talking – and I was hearing how they got so excited about it. And it's cool because that's what I really like about the Kickstarter is how you, you, you just get people's passion going. Yeah, moving I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. So, so I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Well. Uh, this
0: is actually – I guess this is breaking news on um, joystick. Uh, .com. uh Dead Rising 3 first DLC episode delayed. Uh, yeah, I guess out, that one got pushed back. It's now coming out until January 21st, which, to be honest with you, I think that's still pretty soon. Because, I mean, the system just came out and the game just yeah, came I out Yeah, I mean, in November.
1: November, December, June. Gen- yeah, I mean, it's like really only a couple that's months That's actually old.
0: pretty fast. I mean, look how – I mean, to get the first episode for – What's it was it called yeah. uh, Bioshock? Inf- yeah, Infinite. Uh, I mean, the game came out in March, and I think the thing was just released in November. So I also
1: think like I just saw the other day. I think Walking Dead ep- season one and the Wolf wa- the Wolf Among Us mm-hmm. episode ones are free, and I think episode two now might be free for uh, the Walking Dead.
0: Well, I already beat all. Them.
1: Yeah, you already beat them all. You already have them. So. But for me, because like, I don't have
0: them all. No, because I let you borrow the game, and then you're like, I don't really like this.
1: Well, let's choose your own adventure. Even Lindsay and I said the same thing, because we got to the part where you find the girl in the room in that first area, and you have to kind of do the whole sneaking around and grab the sheet and this mm-hmm. and that. and Like, Lindsay looked at me, and she's like, well, why wouldn't you just – I'm like, I know, exactly. Like, I would have just done this, and I'm like, that would have been the end of it. But you have to do it, like, certain ways because of, like – just how the game is, you
0: know. It's a okay. Movie. Now this is a video we'll play a little bit of, and we'll probably definitely post it when the show comes out. What uh, this is called Cuphead.
1: Actually, yeah, this is pretty cool. This is an independent game that's coming out. Um, basically, they did it based on 1930s style art, and it's a character called Cuphead, and it looks like it's got basic game mechanics. I'm not sure. I think it's for the Xbox. I'm not sure yet. But it looks like it's from, like, the 1937s, eight 40s, like, cartoon. Like, it looks very campy, very – it looks fun. Like, it definitely a lot of people have heard about it, and it looks like, it looks like a fun game.
0: So I'm going to go ahead and play to, play this trailer. It's only, like, 43 seconds. We'll yeah, it's not that big because but...
1: it's just coming out. But, like, they show a little bit of gameplay. There's a website, cupheadgame.com. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's
0: awesome. Yeah, it's like a run-and-gun and gun and fighting game hybrid, hand-drawn and inked in the style of the 19th. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is awesome.
1: Yeah, this just got announced this week, and it was like a lot of people already talking about it. Just, if you ever grew up with the old Bugs Bunny and the old Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Buttons, it very much looks very similar to that.
0: Oh, this is awesome looking. Oh, yeah. yeah, it literally looks like an old-style... So I do like these little independent games. I really like how the market has hit these things like like a lot more people on board because I remember when you would hear like independent game uh, and I'd be like, Okay, Mr Uh I'm sorry, you don't uh. But yeah, that that looks fantastic. Yeah, it literally looks like uh old school cartoon show. And everything that what
1: I like about it too is it's just that thing that the um the game industry has changed so much that you're going to see a lot more. That's what a lot of people said about this Cuphead is that you're going to see a lot more independence this year because it's making it easier to make games.
0: Well, because and everybody signed up. I mean, PlayStation yeah. Four is like, yeah, we're going to do indie games. Xbox Three Sixty was already doing some indie games, but now they've released their contract with the the system of the Oya oh yeah coming out, and making oh, yeah. it so easy to make yeah, a game. I mean, it's
1: so easy. It's the Android system. There's a lot of systems. There's a Crytek. You can download their engine now, Unity. You can download still for free. Uh, the uh, Unreal Engine is still free. Like yeah, all so, these things, tools you can use that are at your disposal to make games is insane. So
0: I mean, uh, we still. Uh, I know uh, I've been in talks with uh, a buddy of mine, TJ, for a little while. We've been. Ooh. I want. I've been wanting to make a side-scrolling beat em up, uh, kind of like in the 16-bit style for uh, a Konami's fighting game. Oh the, yeah, for Konami's. the band would be kind of cool. Um, but even like a 4i radio network fighting game where you're doing that, where it's all like, we got to stop Al Pacino. Yeah. We got to stop the other network or whatever. Yeah.
1: Network. Eh.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah. Anything else you want to add? I know we're going to be wrapping up this pretty soon. Yeah.
1: This was a, quite a busy week with like news. And I know that already I saw there's a couple of new stories that are coming out. So we'll probably touch base on those next week. I know we have a lot of upcoming games coming out though for all the systems. Want to go ahead and run through those for us? Uh, Yeah,
0: so the upcoming game releases for 2014, obviously, uh, Infamous Second Son for the PS4 will be coming out in March. Uh, We got Final Fantasy uh, PS4 will be coming out sometime in 2014. Uh, Destiny, Xbox One, PlayStation, PC, September 14th. Uh, Final Fantasy X and X2, the combo pack, uh, the HD version of those games for the PS3, coming out in March Watchdog again has been pushed back, but it's coming out for all these systems sometime in 2014. South Park's Stick of Truth, um, not sure if it's been pushed back, but it does says does say March.
1: Yeah, sometime in March.
0: Then we do have Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. Um, that's been uh, that's coming out 2014. Tropic Thunder Freeze obviously is now coming out February 21st. Kingdom Hearts 3 for Xbox One and PlayStation 4 will sometime come out in 2014. Uh, Mario Kart 8 uh, will be coming out in the spring for the Wii U. We have the Elder Scrolls Online uh, destined to come out on October or not October April 4th 2014. And the new Wolfenstein game is to be decided again in 2014. Again, these are subject to change, so don't quote me on these dates. We just got these from reliable uh, websites and so on and so forth. Uh, If anything does change, we will update and let you know, and we will also add more to the list as soon as uh, games come out and or – uh, games have been released and we'll move them off the thing. So, uh, yeah. So stay tuned for all the goodies that are coming in 2014. This is actually our first show, I believe, for 2014. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is actually titled, uh, episode N64. haha Because we finally got to 64 episodes. Um.
1: Yeah, and two two topics we'll talk about next week because I just realized it on our Facebook. We had that hack that happened to all the game companies. Yes, and then also Metroid, like you said, like 25th anniversary and nothing. They like no. Yeah, they didn't
0: anything. come out with a. Um, yeah, they didn't have any. Like Kirby's did 20 year anniversary and they released every single one of his games on a Nintendo Wii game like system thing, which was really kind of cool. They did that with you know even for the year of Luigi, it was Luigi's 25th oh, year. Yeah, they yeah. did a bunch of stuff for him, but yeah, even for Metroid, they didn't do they didn't do. I anything. think if
1: they just released like Super Metroid or something, that would have done just fine. Like. I, anything. Just yeah. I high mean, def version of something. Yeah. Super high
0: def or something, but they decided not to do anything with. And I was very yeah. kind of su- surprised with that. I was like, you know, for because Metroid literally was huge, left, uh, did not do anything in the N64 stage. Not really. And not. then GameCube came out. It
1: came out for the Smash Bros. That That's was what it, Yeah, She
0: was in Smash Bros. And everyone was like, I totally forgot about this character. Yeah. And then the GameCube came out and they came out with the Metroid Prime. Which actually did very was, well. Yeah, which did very well. Had the, you know, thing. And then she she moved over to the Metroid Other M where it was back to a side-scrolling Metroid game, kind of 3D effect, which is actually a really – like, I would say if you've never played a Metroid game in your entire life, that would be the one to jump onto because I feel like it's a really good game. It's very fun. The only thing I didn't like about it was the stupid dialogue, but then again, I would just change the voice to like Japanese, but her going like, the baby, the entire time it was kind of annoying. But other than that, great game, uh, fun to play, and stuff of like that. But yeah, I was very surprised that they didn't have anything for – her this year for 25 years maybe next year or this year i should say maybe they'll do something but it's just very weird so um but you know luigi did get a lot of spotlight this year he got his own game luigi U which i
1: mean he is a big pull character no he is so is i mean they're all up there like every single one of them you say you say link samus luigi like any other characters you're like immediately like oh yeah like you yeah
0: But, I mean, like, Luigi really got some stuff. I mean, they even made Dr. Luigi. They finally gave him, like, a little doctor game, like a revamped of Mario, uh, Dr. Mario and stuff like that. So, I mean, and then, of course, Luigi's Mansion came out for the 3DS, which was a huge hit, which was a great game. Uh, Really good graphics, too, and stuff. It's, like, it's just very surprising what handheld systems can do nowadays. Oh, yeah, big time. So, but, yeah, so uh, hopefully we'll get to see more characters. Uh, We'll get new, uh, you know, people coming in. I mean, Crash Bandicoot, I think, is coming up maybe... What is it? This is his uh, 20 years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Banjo. Yeah, I don't think we're ever gonna see those no. people again. I actually, if <laughs> if, if Xbox wanted to get score some points i think they would let rare make banjo kazooie a playable character in super smash bros Oh, that would be cool i think that would be a good idea but we'll see what happens but uh kyle where can we find you
1: you can find me at mooney studios uh and of course at a long box cast our twitter handles for our other podcasts and my uh website for my game company which should eventually have episodes i already got two down I got to tweak them and edit them and then get them to Eric so we can post them and figure out scheduling with uh, getting Dev Speaks out there. Um, that's where you can find me. Also, here you can find me at arcade bros.com. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to talk about. All that fun stuff. How about you, Steve? What well, we I just you?
0: messed up there. We had one more segment we could talk about. It what was our that? Get Gaming question of Oh, the yeah, week. I guess we could talk about that. Um, so uh, we did have a couple of responses. Now, what was the uh, Get Gaming question of this week? We went
1: with that. If you got a console for the holiday, how long before you could enjoy it? And I remember because you, you were talking about last week with Eric, uh, not Eric, uh, Matthew Renfro from the uh, Renfro show. On the 4i Radio Network. Yes, he was talking about it, it took him 48 hours to play it because he actually had so many updates for it that he had to do all the updates before he could actually sit down and get a get his handle on it. Um, for me, I actually put that the N64 because even though we all got it at the same time. I didn't have a connection or a Y cable, I think, so I wasn't able to actually like hook mine up and play mine.
0: Yeah, we actually, I think we had to hook it up in the downstairs TV because right. that my, our TV that was had the only that TV three, that yeah. they
1: had available. Yeah, so I had to wait. I got the we still got to play because we did trade off that day where everyone got to play a little bit of it for like an hour. And then we watched movies and everything else. And then by the next or second or third day, I think we went to the store and I was able to buy the Y adapter with yeah, some, yeah, uh, I remember that. Christmas money. So yeah, it took me some time before I actually got my system like hooked up and ready to play. Uh, but I remember how it was still as fun. You know, that's what I liked about it is it like no matter who got it, anyone could walk up and play it. There was no like, oh, I have to figure out the you know anything, yeah. So. Um, then of course I just put it here. Raven put a note about how she uh, wanted to review the uh, X Bone in her Dead Rising three because I guess she beat it. Yeah, so she that's actually, really not I a. She was, she
0: was playing. Uh, I guess one of her friends. Uh, she did say she wanted to uh, go ahead and buy this. Sweet. Um, so we'll talk about that probably
1: next show. I haven't thought of a good get
0: gaming yet
1: because obviously we have a lot of things coming out. Um so we'll probably have that posted sometime this week with
0: our new get gaming. Uh you know what? I'm just going to throw it out here. Do uh it. get gaming What was you use- your get gaming question of the week? Uh what was your favorite um superhero video game growing up? Because I did download one for the ROMs. And I know Kyle and I will probably play it next week. Uh, he Shooter should Man remember 64. that. Wait, no, no, uh, <laughs> nobody's favorite. Game I would say ever. it's uh, it's the sequel to Maximum Carnage. Oh
1: my goodness! Yeah, I forgot about
0: that. So there's that game I downloaded as Maximum Carnage and the sequel, just because the sequel is the only one you could actually play two player mode your spider-man That's and venom idea. so uh, I think Kyle and I will probably dive into that next week uh, yeah, Brian, for our yeah. retrospect on games um, of course uh, you can find me at Stephen Mooney jr on the Twitter also you can follow us at arcade underscore bros also visit us on arcade bros com part of the 4i radio network also check out more shows on 4 iradiocom What um, where's we uh, I'm trying to think I have to pick Yeah, him. you can visit
1: us also on the firm or on Spreaker iTunes, all this fun stuff. Our website arcade-pros.com. And again, leave us a comment, post, whatever, if you have anything you want to talk about games you've played. We'd love to hear from everybody and like bring them up. Like if there's so topics so that you're like, man, you guys are totally missing this game I've played, like hit us up. Like let us know and we'll talk about it and play it out.
0: Also don't forget, um shit. Uh, Steve forgot Kyle. It has something to do with Kyle too. Oh yeah, don't forget to also check out our new show. Uh, the long box cast, uh, hosted by Kyle Mooney. Uh, so definitely check that out. Uh, we've, released, we've been releasing them now, I think, Thursdays, and we're yeah, going to have Thursdays. it every week. So might as well just promote it for a little bit. I don't know how our first episode did. I have to check out the um, Ooh, the numbers the numbers on Ooh, that. Hopefully good. we did pretty well. But already we're on 30 likes with that. So, so again, guys, also so like far. our Facebook page. We are trying to still do a contest. We can get to 150 likes. Yeah, we got some prizes to give out. We will so have so. a couple of prizes to give out. So we are definitely getting into that kind of stuff. But um, again, until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming. Palmer! It's-a me, a pizza party.